Hola and hello. This is Embracing Her Faith Podcast. I'm Rainy Avila, follow of Christ, boy mama, wife, and juggler of five million things because that's what us moms do. <laughs> if you're done feeling like you have no purpose or feeling like you want a stronger relationship with the Lord, but you just don't know how, if you're ready to let all your insecurities doubts and fears stop taking over your mind and to bring Jesus in your life to discover peace and serenity? Well, have I got the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, sip on that coffee, and keep folding that laundry that you promised to do because we're getting straight into it. And hello, welcome to the Embracing Her Faith podcast. This is Rainy Avila, your host. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Um, I sound a little bit nasally and congested, and sorry about that. I'm just getting over a cold, so just bear with me and hang in with me today as as I'm trying to get through this. Um, Seems like everybody's getting sick around here lately. Well, it is flu season. It's it's the fun season where everybody gets sick and it gets a little crazy, especially with COVID and everything going around. So just hang in with me today. Um, I'm so excited because this is officially the first episode and I can't believe it's actually here. Um, it's been such a journey getting this together. And I never thought I would be the one sitting in front of a mic speaking to you guys. Just so excited. I'm sure this podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, will truly bless you in some way or form. And I'm hoping you will stay on this amazing ride with me as we continue to see this podcast grow. So in this first episode, I wanted to discuss my why and my story that brought me to my faith and how I carried that faith with me through all my struggles in my life. There's just so much that I, that went on in my life that I won't be able to talk about everything that I went through. So I'll only be discussing some key points that led me towards my faith and how I was able to find God through a lot of the stuff that I went through. So before we start, I think it would be nice to start off with a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, please be with me. As I speak my story and my struggles that I went through as a child and as an adult, and just please be with me. Give me the strength. Give me everything I need. Give me the confidence. Give me the wisdom to to speak your truth and to show people your faith. I just want people just to see you as I speak. Um, Thank you for your kindness, your love, and your mercy in all you do. 
Thank you for being there for me. Thank you for your protection. We love you for all of that. Please give me the resilience and the the confidence. I really need the confidence today to speak your words. Please give me Holy Ghost. Thank you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Okay, so like I said before, we're not going to be discussing every key point in my life. There's going to be a lot of jumping around here and there. Um, There's just so much that went on in my life that I could probably keep going on and on forever if I I could, but um, it won't be a story like from from start to finish. It will be a lot of like jumping around, just kind of getting you to understand, you know, how faith worked in my life and how God worked in my life. Um, so I'll start off um, with things that I can remember because there is a lot of things that I don't remember. I just remember pieces, bits and pieces of things. Um, and I believe that God didn't want me to remember a lot of things because a lot of it was very painful. Um, a lot of my childhood and even my adulthood was traumatic and he just I believe just didn't want me to have those constant memories in my mind um and I'm just grateful for that and let's just start off um, growing up it's always been my four brothers and sisters and my dad just, you know, I remember us uh, living in New Jersey, as far back as I can remember us being in New Jersey. I had two brothers and two sisters. I was the oldest girl and the second oldest child. Um, being the oldest girl, I had a lot of responsibility. Um, you know, with household responsibility, um, I had to deal with a lot of things because my dad raised us, all five of us by itself, which a lot of people are, are in shock about that when they hear that, when I tell them my story, you know, my dad raised us by, by himself. So... I am just forever grateful for what he did for us, you know. Even if it wasn't, you know, the best parenting skills or... But he had us and he didn't let us go. And um, and I'm just grateful for him being there. Um, So my mom was not in the picture. She was in and out of our relationships um 
I believe the longest she was in our lives was maybe a year, a year and a half. I could be wrong, but that's just what I remember. Um, she was in and out of prison. She was a drug addict. She was a very gentle person from what I can remember. She didn't really, she wasn't a very strong person. She, um, but like I said, she was very gentle. She was never, you know, abusive or anything, but she had a lot of problems. Um, and drugs weren't her only problems she had. She had theft in her record, and she had a lot of other things, but I won't be discussing those things. I just don't think it's appropriate. It was very painful, especially me being the oldest girl, not having a mother in my relationship, in my life. I was um, alone in that area, in that motherly area. So it was really, really hard for me growing up uh, without a mother, pretty much. Um, I was left, you know, raising pretty much or helping raising my brothers and sisters with my dad. My dad relied on me a lot because his job mostly was to just take care of his family and be the you know, the protector and, and making sure there's money coming in in our family because he needed to make sure there was food on the table, clothes on our backs. So it was him that was there making sure that all those things were being done. And I was the one that had to pick up the motherly figure um, making sure that we're going to school and making sure that, um, you know, us getting ready for, for the next day and, um, you know, helping my sisters with what I could help them with. So it was really hard for me because I had that emptiness inside of me, uh, not having a mom, so it stressed me out a lot. Um, I had a lot of issues growing up. Um, I had a lot of insecurities. I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of depression and anxiety. So me being the oldest daughter, it really, really put a lot of um, struggle in stress on on my soul <laughs> um, my dad wasn't very religious person um, he believed in God um, he actually introduced us to God um, I remember being at home and before we would eat, he would start to pray. That was one memory I had was him praying before eating. And I remember seeing that. And 
I would ask him some questions and, you know, I would ask him and say, why, you know, why are you praying? And he would talk to us about God, let us know that, you know, God, God is there for us. God, God is our protector. I was a little confused. I didn't understand because, you know, me being so young, I just didn't really comprehend it. Um, But I always had that stuck in my mind. Um, He would talk to us about Bible stories. Um, We did have like a little Bible that he would talk to us about and he would um, go over some of those things with us sometimes when he could. Um, Mostly he was working so most of most of my memories with my dad is just him working hard he was such a hard worker um so I had that stuck in my mind just those bible stories and just it amazed me knowing that we had an invisible god looking down on us and and he's watching us one thing i remember my dad saying is he's watching us he watches everything we do um he's he's there for us if we need him and you know god is there and he loves you and my dad just always used to tell us that god loved us and he's there for us and Anything that we need, anything that we have struggles with, talk to God. So that's what I did. It always stuck with me. And ever since then, I had this like, felt like I had this connection, instant connection with God. I didn't understand. No, I didn't go. We didn't go to church. No, but I felt like I had this connection, this spiritual connection. So me being little, every time I did something wrong, I just felt like it was my duty just to go to God and let him know that, hey, God, I'm sorry. You know, I did this, I did that. You know, please forgive me. I just, me being an adult now, it just amazes me how I accepted God instantly and he was kind of like my little friend my friend little like the only friend that I had so I just felt so comfortable just talking to him and just just being with him and and speaking to him and letting him know my my scared my me being scared or my doubts my worries it was just me and God, me and God walking down the road, speaking about my hardships. So it was just amazing that instantly God was like my best friend. So one thing about my father was my dad came from Mexico, so he was undocumented from Mexico 
And that's when he came here, met my mom. And he, they had us, and all five of us. And during all five pregnancies, she was in and out with drugs. So uh, he was doing drugs the whole time, pretty much. So um, my dad held on to her for as long as he could. He he really loved her. That was just no doubt was he really loved her, but he he just couldn't hold on to her anymore. So, you know, there was a point where she was in prison for five years. So he, he had, you know, responsibility taking care of all five of us. Being in this country... And not having having any kind of legal status, not being able to drive or driving, but driving illegally, it was a hard, hard life. It was a hard life. And my dad suffered a lot, a lot of pain pain constant pain we used to see him crying and we used to see him struggling and it was it was pain on us too because we didn't have any family like I said it was just all five of us and my dad um my dad's family he lost contact with his family so he didn't have family. Um, I'm pretty sure he had family in Mexico. Um, so growing up, it was just, we didn't really know of too much family in New Jersey. We didn't know. So it was just always my dad and us five children. So can you imagine, like, an illegal immigrant in this country and raising five children? I just, I can't even think, like, that life that we had was just crazy hard. And my dad stuck with it. He he never gave up on us. Never. He was... And that was one thing about my dad was we looked at him like a hero because he was. He stayed with us. He he never he never left us. And there was a moment in in our lives where um we were away from my dad and that was because there, um, it was a moment where my mom got in trouble when she was in her life. Um, in that moment, um, she got in trouble. My dad ended up calling the police on her, and he got arrested. And they ended up taking us away from my father. Um, and we ended up being in foster care. Um, I can't remember exactly how long 
but we were in foster care for possibly about a year. Um, I could be wrong, but we were in foster care for, it felt like forever. I don't remember me being so young and us being so young. I don't remember the everything that happened in foster care, but they did split us up. So um, I had one of my sisters with me and then the two little ones were with another family. And then my oldest brother, he was with another family. So we were we were split up and that was hard. It was hard. We had visitation with my dad. And that was extremely hard because it was it was devastating being able we were happy we got to see our dad, but being able to see my dad and then you know having time with him, I don't know maybe for about an hour, and then ripping us apart from him I just, remember crying and just remember looking out the window and just him just broken and it was just it was hard it was so hard and I remember I remember one memory I had was being a foster care and just looking out the window and just praying to God just Please, please, I want to be with my dad. Please help help us to get back with my dad. And I just remember praying to this God that our dad taught us about. And God, please, we, we need you. We don't want to stay here anymore. We just, we just want to be with our dad. And it was like a miracle happened. Because our dad got us back. And it's crazy to even think about it right now. Because it's almost, it's almost impossible that that could happen these days. Because for one, my dad, he was undocumented. He didn't have any legal status in this country. But God came through. And we were, all five of us were able to be back with my dad. And it was just like one of the most happiest moments in, in my life. And I can remember that. And um, it was just like a magical moment being with my brothers and sisters again and being with my dad. And he was so happy. Um, of course, it didn't happen overnight. Um, it took time, you know, we were only brought back one, you know, one by one pretty much. So, but we were together again and we were happy and it was, it was really, it was just pure happiness and I was so happy. Um, my dad was not always, you know, a happy person. He struggled with alcohol and him, you know, being drunk and he had his very mean moments and he was just very, you know, he was such a sad person and 
it was hard for him because he didn't really know what he was doing, you know, being a single parent, but he did the best that he could. Um, but he struggled because he didn't have family. And we watched, we watched a lot of pain um, in his eyes. So it was, it, was, it was really hard for us having to watch our dad in so much pain. And that followed us. And that, that pain that he had and the pain that we were going through just that really, really followed, followed us. And, you know, the life that we had was just so hard, but we, we kept it together. We all kept it together. And, you know, um, growing up, you know, me being in high school, it was, it was hard. It was hard getting through school. You know, my dad, like I said, his main focus was just work, 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 and um, getting food on the table, getting clothes on our backs, uh, getting the things that we need. It was just those things that, that he was the only thing he was able to do. So school was on us. Everything that we had to do in school, we had to, you know, we had to pretty much teach ourselves. Learn in school, come home and do homework by ourselves. Being little and being in middle school, being in high school, we had to teach ourselves. So it was just, it was just something that we had to learn. And that was hard, you know. But you know, me being in school, I kept my grades up. Um, that was one thing my dad, he wanted us to be somebody. He wanted us to just be somebody in our lives. And he used to tell us when we were little, you know, I will do everything I can. I will do everything. I will give you an, anything that you guys need. I, but I want you guys to have the life that, that you want. I don't want you guys to struggle like me. I don't want you guys to to have to work and kill yourselves like me. I want you guys to grow up and have the life that you guys want. And that was his main focus, to, to let us have the life that we want. And he was supportive through all that. If we wanted to go to college, he was supportive. He was there. And he was supportive. And we we knew we had him. Um, but it was it was hard. Um, I just try to keep that mindset in my mind just to keep going and keep going and keep going. And um you know, he he did the best he could and I will forever be grateful for my father. He he's such a kind-hearted person. He loved, loved, loved people. Anybody, he would get, he would give his clothes off his back for anybody. He, he would give, even if he didn't have it, he would find a way to help people. He was such a kind-hearted person and I admire him and he's he's truly my hero he is 
he is truly my hero and I just I can't believe you know the things that he did for us even though it was it was super hard but he he did for us um so me being in high school it was just hard my main focus was graduating graduating and getting to college but and I did and I ended up going through college and graduating actually kind of crazy but all five of us graduated high school all five of us and he he was an accomplished father when when all all five of us ended up graduating so um yeah um god god was there god was there in our lives just there was just so many things that um, he was there, but future episodes, we will be discussing a lot of other things that went on and, and him, you know, God being there. Right now, I am married. Um, I have been married for 10 years, um, to the love of my life. My husband's name's Juan, um, and we have two children. My oldest is 11, and his name's Miguel, and my youngest, they're actually very spread spread apart. So my oldest is 11, and my youngest is 5. So we've always wanted two children. We just weren't sure exactly when, obviously, but we, we, we wouldn't change it for anything we... We love them being the ages that they're at now. So, um, they are, oh, my youngest, his name is Javier, my beautiful babies. Um, I wouldn't trade my, my life for anything. I wouldn't. And God has blessed me with such a beautiful family. Um, so my father, um, ended up getting deported back to Mexico actually not that long ago so he was deported I believe it's been about two years so yeah he's been in this country for a long time um it was like God had his hand on him the whole time the whole time because you know, he was caught quite a few times driving without a driver's license. Um, and people ask me, how was he never deported back to Mexico? And he, you know, through our whole childhood and everything, it was like God had his hand on him. And he kept him here. But my dad is super happy now. He's with his his sister, which is amazing. His sister is, is, is amazing. She takes care of him and we couldn't be happier him being there. And um he is just so happy there and he as long as we're happy here, he's happy. So he knows we're happy and we're able to visit him and so I, I just feel like this is a, a good place to stop. Um, 
So thank you guys um, for listening to this first episode. I'm so happy that I finally got through it. And um, I will see you guys in my next episode. Thank you. Hey, sweet friend. If this podcast blessed you or helped you in any way, please leave me a review and let me know. I would love to read your sweet reviews on my podcast before the episodes begin. You can also help by sharing on your social media. If you would like to tag me, I'm on Facebook as Rainy Avila. Or share this episode with a friend if you think it would bless them in any way. I'm so thankful for you guys and love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. God bless your faithful friend, Rainy.